For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject our spiritual journey from Egypt to the Promised Land. This is part 13 of the series. The God of Israel wants his people to know and follow after the character of the God of Israel, which is outlined in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 24, as it is written. But let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord which exercises loving kindness. This is the Hebrew word chesed, which is often translated in the King James as mercy. Judgment, which is the Strong's number 4941, which is the Hebrew word mishpat, or plural mishpatim. And righteousness, which is the Strong's number 6666. It's the Hebrew word Zedekah. For I am the Lord your God that does these things in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. So now let's see an attribute or the characteristic of the God of Israel is he's a God of truth. In Exodus chapter 34 verse 6 it is written, And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and in truth. So the God of Israel is abundant in truth. The God of Israel is abundant in mercy or chesed. Once again, Exodus chapter 34 verse 6, the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in, the King James says goodness, it's the Strong's number 2617, and it's the Hebrew word chesed, which is often translated in the King James as mercy. In Psalm chapter 63 verse 3, we're told that the mercy, or the chesed, of the God of Israel is better than life, as it is written. Because your loving kindness, your chesed, your mercy, is better than life. My lips shall praise you. The mercy, or the chesed, of the God of Israel is expressed toward those who fervently seek after and follow his ways, or that have reverence or fear of him. In Psalm 103, verse 11, it is written, For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy, or chesed, toward those that fear him, that want to please him, that want to follow after his ways. So the mercy, or the chesed, of the God of Israel is toward those who seek to follow his Torah, or to keep his commandments. 
In Psalm 103, verses 17 and 18, it is written, But the mercy, the chesed of the Lord, is from everlasting to everlasting, upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto his children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. So, in Psalm chapter 40, verse 10, we're told that we're supposed to walk in mercy, chesed, truth, amet, and righteousness, zedekah. Walk means the way we live our lives. So, in Psalm chapter 40, verse 10, it is written, I have not hid your righteousness, zedekah, within my heart. So, in Psalm chapter 40, verse 10, it is written, I have not hid your righteousness, zedekah, within my heart. I have not concealed your loving kindness, your chesed, in your truth, amet, from the great congregation. We're to write the mercy or the chesed in truth, amet, of the God of Israel upon our heart. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3, it is written, Let not mercy, chesed, and truth, amet, forsake you. Bind them about your neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. The God of Israel wants his people to know him. That means to know his character, which entails having and showing the mercy of the God of Israel to others. In Hosea chapter 6, verse 6, it is written, For I desired mercy, chesed, and not sacrifice, which means external religious form. In the knowledge of God, that is, to know his character and to follow after his character in our own lives, more than burnt offerings, that is, doing something external that looks religious but is not done with the right heart or not living after the ways of the God of Israel with pure heart and pure motives. Mercy, chesed, truth, amet, and righteousness, zedekah, are spiritual characteristics that are linked and associated with each other. In Psalm 85 verse 10, it is written, Mercy, chesed, and truth, amet, are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. The throne of a king, that is a righteous king, is upheld by mercy, chesed, and truth. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 28, it is written, Mercy, chesed, and truth, amet, preserve the king, and his throne is upheld by mercy, or chesed. The throne of Yeshua and his kingdom is based upon mercy, chesed, truth, amet, righteousness, zedekah, and judgment, or mishpat. In Isaiah chapter 16, verse 5, it is written, And in mercy, chesed, shall your throne be established, and he, that is the Messiah, shall sit upon it. In truth, amet, in the tabernacle of David, judging and seeking judgment, mishpat, and hastening righteousness. We can see how mercy, truth, and righteousness in Mishpat are associated with the kingdom or the throne of the God of Israel, the attributes and characteristics by which his kingdom is based upon. In Psalm chapter 89 verse 14 it is written, Justice and judgment, Mishpat, are the habitation of your throne. Mercy, chesed, and truth, amet, shall go before your face. So judgment, Mishpat, mercy, chesed, and faith, or trust in the God of Israel are the weightier matters or the weightier commandments of the Torah. Yeshua explained in Matthew chapter 23 verse 23, Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and you have omitted the weightier matters of the Torah, judgment, mishpat, mercy, chesed, and faith, emunah, 
These ought you to have done, that is, pay tithes, and not leave the other, that is, judgment, mercy, and faith, undone. So let's summarize this part of the teaching. The God of Israel wants his people to know his attributes and character and to live their lives or follow after the character of the God of Israel. Number two, his character or his throne is based upon the attributes of mercy, chesed, truth, amet, righteousness, zedekah, and mishpat, the proper way we treat other people. Number three, so not only are these things the character attributes of the God of Israel, but his throne or the ways of his kingdom are based upon these things as well. That is mercy, truth, righteousness, and treating other people properly. Number four, the weightier matters of the Torah consist of faith, mercy, and mishpat, treating other people properly. So next we're going to see in even greater detail of the proper way in which we treat other people according to the heart of the God of Israel, expressed through his judgments or his mishpatim, which are focused and centered on the proper way to treat other people, love other people, and social justice. So now let's look at some of the details of the mishpatim of the Torah of Yeshua. The first is to show respect to your elders. In Exodus chapter 20 verse 12 it is written, Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long. In Exodus chapter 21 verse 17 it is written, And he that curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. In Exodus chapter 22 verse 28 it is written, You shall not curse the ruler of your people. The God of Israel wants his people to have just weights and measures. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 35 and verse 36 it is written, You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in weight, and in measure. Just balances, just weight, a just ephah, and a just hen shall you have. I am the Lord your God which brought you out of the land of Egypt. We can see how the God of Israel wants his people to have just weights and measures. In Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 13 and verse 15 as it is written, You shall not have in your bag diverse weights, a great and a small, but you shall have a perfect and a just weight, a perfect and a just measure shall you have, that your days may be lengthened in the land which the Lord your God gives you. So we are to not lend to others of the family of Yeshua with interest. In Exodus chapter 22 verse 25 it is written, If you lend money to any of my people that is poor by you, you shall not be to him as a usurer, neither shall you lay upon him usury or interest. In Deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 19 it is written, You shall not lend upon usury to your brother, usury of money, usury of victuals, usury of anything that is lent upon usury. We are not to oppress others. In Exodus chapter 22 verse 21 it is written, you shall neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. We can see how we're not to oppress others from Deuteronomy, chapter 24, verse 14, as it is written. And you shall not oppress a hired servant that is poor and needy, whether he be of your brethren or of your strangers that are in your land within your gates. In Exodus chapter 22, verse 22, it is written, And you shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. So we are to judge matters rightfully, truthfully, and with justice, not showing favoritism in our judgment. In Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 17, it is written, And you shall not pervert the judgment, the mishpat, of the stranger 
stranger, nor of the fatherless, nor take a widow's raiment to pledge. We are to show hospitality to the widow, fatherless, and stranger. In Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 13 and 14, it is written, And you shall observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days. And you shall rejoice in your feast, you and your son and your daughter and your manservant and your maidservant, and the Levite, the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are within your gates. So James explained in James chapter 1 verse 27 that pure religion is to take care of the poor, the needy, ones that need help and are not easily able to help themselves. So in James chapter 1 verse 27 it is written, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. We can see how we're not supposed to show favoritism in our treatment and judgment of others. From Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 17 as it is written, And you shall not respect persons in judgment, but you shall hear the small as well as the great. Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 19 it is written, And you shall not rest judgment, you shall not respect persons, neither take a gift, for a gift does blind the eye of the wise and pervert the words of the righteous. But the God of Israel wants us to judge each issue in each matter in each situation righteously. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 15 it is written, And you shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. You shall not respect the person of the poor nor honor the person of the mighty. But in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. So following the Torah in the judgments or the the Mishpatim of Yeshua is to not show favoritism to a person because of who they are. In James chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 it is written, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Yeshua Messiah, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons? For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in good apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you show respect or honor to him that wears fine clothing, and say unto him, Sit here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand that there or sit here under my footstool are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts so part of the judgments the Torah the Mishpatim of Yeshua is to not treat other people dishonestly in Exodus chapter 20 verse 15 it is written you shall not steal in Exodus chapter 22 verse 7 it is written if a man shall deliver unto his neighbor money or stuff to keep and it be stolen out of the man's house if the thief be found let him pay double Leviticus chapter 19 verse 13 it is written you shall not defraud your neighbor neither rob him we are to treat other people righteously. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 15 it is written, You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment or mishpat or the way you treat other people. You shall not honor or show respect the person of the poor nor honor the person of the mighty, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. The stranger is to be treated righteously with the native born. In Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 16 it is written, And I charged your judges at that time, saying, Hear the causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother, and the stranger that is with him. We are not to avenge or have a grudge toward others. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18 it is written, You shall not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of your people. Treating other people properly involves not lying to them. 
Exodus chapter 20 verse 16 it is written, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Exodus chapter 23 verse 1, You shall not raise a false report. Put not your hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 11 it is written, You shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. We are not to gossip about others. In Leviticus chapter 19 verse 16 it is written, You shall not go up and down as a talebearer or spread gossip among your people. We are to not covet what other people have. In Exodus chapter 20 verse 17 it is written, You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. The proper way to treat other people is to be helpful to them and to be generous toward them. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 11 it is written, For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore I command you, saying, You shall open your hand wide unto your brother, to your poor, and to your needy in your land. The righteous have a heart for the poor. We can see this in Proverbs chapter 29 verse 7 as it is written, The righteous consider the cause of the poor, but the wicked regards not to know it. We can see how the righteous have a heart for the poor and the needy from Jeremiah chapter 22 verses 15 and 16 as it is written. Did not your father eat and drink and do judgment or mishpat and justice, Zedekah, and then it was well with him? He judged the cause of the poor and the needy, then it was well with him. Was not this to know me, says the Lord, or to know my attributes or my character or my heart in following my Torah? Following Torah is not despising the poor. James chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, it is written, But you have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which you are called? Part of the proper way to follow the judgments or the mishpatim of the God of Israel is to avoid different kinds of sexual sins. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 14, it is written, You shall not commit adultery. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 20, it is written, Moreover, you shall not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife to defile yourself with her. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10 it is written, And the man that commits adultery with another man's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Following the Mishpatim of Yeshua in avoiding sexual sins is to not follow after homosexuality. In Leviticus chapter 18 verse 22 it is written, You shall not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. In Leviticus chapter 20 verse 13 it is written, If a man also lie with mankind as he lies with a woman, they shall surely be put to death. In Deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 17 it is written, There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. So let's summarize this part of the teaching and review some of the details of the judgments or the Mishpatim of the God of Israel, which primarily, as we can see, is focused on his heart and the proper way in which we treat other people. So it involved the following. Number one, to show respect to your elders. Number two, don't steal, rob, or defraud others. Number three, use honest weights and measures. Number four, don't oppress others. Number five, don't afflict the orphan or widow. Number 
Number six, don't lie to others. Number seven, don't gossip. Number eight, don't covet. Number nine, don't take bribes. Number ten, don't show partiality to others. Number eleven, be kind to others. Number twelve, show consideration to the underprivileged. Next, we're going to examine some of those things which the God of Israel regard as abominations. And in doing so, we're going to see that the emphasis that the God of Israel places on those things that are an abomination to him is when we mistreat other people. In Proverbs chapter 17, verse 15, it is written, He that justifies the wicked and condemns the just, even they both are an abomination to the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, lists additional things that the God of Israel regards as abominations. These six things does the Lord hate. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet to be swift and running to mischief. A false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among brethren. In Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 11 through 13, we furthermore see those things that the God of Israel regards as abominations before him. As it is written, Speaking to the one who has eaten upon the mountains, and defiled his neighbor's wife, has oppressed the poor and needy, has spoiled or robbed by violence, has not restored the pledge, and has lifted up his eyes to the idols, has committed abomination. He that gives forth upon usury or interest, and has taken increase, shall he then live? He shall not live. He has done all these abominations. He shall surely die. His blood shall be upon him. So let's summarize some of these things from Proverbs in Ezekiel 18 pertaining to those things which the God of Israel regards as abominations unto him. Number one, the worship of idols. Number two, homosexuality. Number three, men who look like women and women who look like men. Number four, dishonest weights and measures. Number five, condemning the just and setting free the wicked. Number six, personal pride. Number seven, killing others. Number eight, planning wicked things. Number nine, doing wicked things. Number ten, lying to others. Number eleven, causing strife and division. Number twelve, committing adultery. Number thirteen, stealing from others. Number fourteen, oppressing the poor and needy. Number fifteen, lending money to brethren with interest. So, in order to administer the judgments or the mishpatim, or the proper way in which we treat other people, the God of Israel instructed that there be establishment of courts where there would be judges who would rule after his heart in matters relating to the proper way we treat other people in justice and righteousness. In Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 18 it is written, Judges and officers shall you make you in all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you throughout your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. The God of Israel requires righteous judgment. In Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 20 it is written, Justice and only justice shall you pursue, that you might live and possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So those who are to be judges over others should have the attribute of loving truth and hating covetousness. In Exodus chapter 18 verse 14 it is written, And when Moses' father-in-law said, Why do you sit by yourself alone and all the people stand by you from morning until evening? It continues in Exodus chapter 18 
18 verse 21 moreover you shall provide out of all the people able men such as fear god men of truth hating covetousness and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds rulers of fifties and rulers of tens so we can see how the god of israel wants a court system where people are judged righteously in deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 16 as it is written and i charged your judges at that time saying hear the causes between your brethren and judge righteously between every man and his brother and the stranger that is with him we can see how the god of israel wants a court system where well, that's going to conclude part 13 of the series on the subject, Our Spiritual Journey from Egypt to the Promised Land. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.